Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals, Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting promo horrors episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm only joined by two other lovely folks today. But before we get to them, of course, we'll tell you about our fine sponsors. And we got another one of those uh, really nice video ads. So uh, take this in your ear holes and eye holes. Get ready for excitement, opportunity, and of course, a little promo fun. The PPI Expo is where the industry goes to build connections and discover insights for a successful year in promo. Exhibits open January 16th through 18th, and the PPAI conference will take place January 15th. Excellent work, PPAI. I love the video. And honestly, it gives me all of the FOMO and hype that I need. I've already registered. If you haven't, uh, definitely go do it now. Registration is open. Uh, Meg Gerber, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm actually excited about it as well. Like, I think we, we just registered and they actually just sent out like our uniforms to pick from. And I'm like really excited about what we're wearing. So, I mean, that's just what we, all of us girls do anyway. Right, Jeff? We get excited about what we're wearing. Yeah, I've got I've got one of those sweet Adidas polos coming, I believe, right? Oh, yeah. is that yeah. uh, is that what's I happening? So. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Otherwise, everything has been pretty good. It's like coming down off of Promotions East. You know, I'm so like uh, just exhausted. I think so much went into that, and I'm I'm just kind of glad that it's over. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just well, glad that you're showering again because yeah, know, the, hair, the hair actually looks okay today. So, Thanks. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're joined today uh, by a special guest, Jimmy Visney from American Solutions for Business, and uh, super yeah. excited to have you on for this promo Thanks. horrors episode, uh, sort of rounding out uh, the promo horrors actually, and uh, super excited to have you on and sort of talk about things. But before we do that and jump into the topic, of course, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself, maybe tell you how, tell us how you got started in the promotional products industry and what you've been up to since. So uh, first of all, thanks for joining us and take it away. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's good to see you guys. So yeah, I got, uh, I've been in the business about 20 years now. Um, got my start just really kind of on accident. It seems to be the, the common theme among, among about everybody I talk to is no one usually starts out in this industry. They kind of just end up in it. But um, I started out as a freelance writer and uh, I ended up taking a job with uh, Corporate Express hmm. uh, just as a hired hand to to write their catalogs. So I was like researching product and writing their their big catalogs for like UPS and waste management. And I had no background in the industry at all. And so all I did all day was just research these products online with suppliers and turn around and put that into copy for their catalogs. And then um, I was was dating a girl at the time who was working at a small promotional company. And and, uh, and I had dinner with her and her bosses at the time. And they're like, why don't you come you know, over here and, and sell for us? I'm like, I have no interest at all in selling promotional products. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> and uh, he's like, just give it a shot. If you don't like it, it doesn't work out. 
you know, no worries. Go you do whatever you want to do. I'm like, fine. And so I gave it a shot. And then, you know, fast forward 20 years later, I'm still selling promotional products. Uh, <laughs> you know, had, yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, for <laughs> first 17 or so, 18 years, it was with that small kind of mom and pop shop here locally. And then uh, about a, you know, a year and a half or so ago, I'd switched over to American Solutions for Business. Okay. That's yeah, we, we know some awesome folks over folks over there. And yeah. um, matter of fact, I, Jimmy, you're going to forgive me because I think in this these last three four years that we've been living in, we've had so many different people from this industry come on the show, and I've I've gotten to know them better through you know yeah. all the virtual meetings. That sometimes I'm like I don't remember now if I know them BC, you know, before COVID. So yeah. did I, I was the other day the first time I met you in person. Please say yes. No. <laughs> no. Damn it. I'm the worst. It's funny. Worst. Yeah, I, I think I bumped into you a couple of times in Vegas. Um, and we had conversations. Was, I'm sure it was very memorable. <laughs> but I'm sure you had like 8,000 people come up to you all the time and be like, hey, you know. So I did. This is pre-recorded. Can we like cut this out? <laughs> oh, no, this is the best material we've had in the 240-some so, episodes. It's so nice that I'm so memorable. But yeah, no, I, I was like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And we had a conversation for a few minutes, I believe. I can't remember. This is pre-COVID in Vegas. And you're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And, and I walked away. And I was like, she probably doesn't remember. Who I am. <laughs> well, I will say, like, you have such a great online persona. Like, and then when you meet somebody in person, they're not doing like that jumping through the air, like their pictures. Like, sometimes it's yeah. hard to, like, where do I know them from? Yeah. And it was funny when, when I saw him, it was actually at our VIP event, and I was looking at him. I'm like, I know him <laughs> from somewhere. But our event has, has become so big. We have like, yeah hundreds of sales reps there. We have our mills, we have our customers, our customers plus yeah. ones. So I'm like, I don't want to make us mistake. Like, do I know you? And I I did. And it was, yeah. we were talking, but not, it was like across the table, but yeah. So sorry. Yeah. sorry. Well, we had a conversation a, a long time ago about jujitsu because I, I was training for years and I think that's, uh, I can't remember how and where we met, but uh, we had that conversation as well a long time ago. Now it might be ringing a bell because I, I love to talk to jujitsu. So there's not yeah. that many our industry that have done it or or do it, so I can yeah. you know take me back. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, no worries. Well, Jimmy, I like you so much better already because I see you've got a hockey logo on that mug that you're drinking yes. out of. So yeah. you know you're you're obviously a hockey guy, which is uh, that's Love that's hockey. awesome. You're you're good people. Yeah, my boy plays hockey, so yeah, it's it's my passion to watch him play. And oh. <laughs> that's super. I cool. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Well, like I said, this is a promo horrors episode, and uh, we are here to talk about some promo horrors. It is October 25th when this uh, video is being uh, broadcasted live. This is pre-recorded, obviously, as Meg has already uh, let on. But, um, you know, we're getting close to Halloween, so you've got to have a, a pretty good promo horrors episode here for us. What, let, let, let's get into the tale, sir. Yeah, awesome. So I'm, I've got a million. Well, let's stories. yeah, let's start off with the most memorable promo horror story you encountered in your career. Let's start there, unless you want to save that one for the last. But no, that's I think fine. Let's uh, I'll, I'll dive right into this one since it's uh, yeah, it, this was like <laughs> pretty early on in in my career. And um, uh, are you familiar with a UFC fighter named Evan Tanner? Yeah, yeah, yes, former actually. middleweight champion mm -hmm. uh, way back in the day. So in 2008, he came kind of back into the pop uh, the limelight you know he had come off a couple of losses and he just he reached out 
to the public and said, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm coming back. I want to, you know, have not your typical sponsors, but I want to have all my fans sponsor me. Right. So he was going to produce a t-shirt and, um, being the nerd that I am in UFC, I, you know, I read all the articles and saw, you know, all the videos and everything else. And he posted this online letter, basically sp- stating his intentions. And I was at the bottom of the, uh, the article had a, an email address. I'm like, I'm going to reach out, you know, I'm a super nerd fan. I'm, surely he wants to do business with, with me. So, um, <laughs> lo and behold, you know, they responded and I was like, Hey, I just want to be a part of this. Can I sponsor your t-shirts? Can I, take care of that aspect for you and get that off his plate. And they're like, absolutely. Yeah. Go for it. So we did. And, you know, it, it wasn't a massive order, but it was, you know, a few hundred t-shirts. And this is back in the day when everyone wanted affliction, you know, they wanted the all over print. They wanted the the bedazzling. They wanted, you know, whatever crazy. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Right. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Me too. I, still have my hands <laughs> those, I might have, I might've kept a pair of those jeans from the buckle. That were bedazzled like mechs bedazzled, the, yeah. <laughs> embarrassingly, I had a, I had a couple pairs as well. Um, yeah, we won't talk about that. No. <laughs> um, so I, I took I took the art and I went to a local printer, and this was kind of before the belt printers and all the the, the crazy um, printing processes were really available to to us as as a reseller. Um, and they're like, yeah, we can we can knock this out for you, no problem. And he wanted a soft imprint. He didn't want the plastisol. He wanted like a discharge imprint where it pulls the ink out of the garment. Mm. And so they get ready to print. And you know, a few days in, they're like, hey, we're having a problem with with this print. Um, it it I guess when they did the discharge, it pulled the ink out of the black tea, and it, it wasn't a white print like you wanted. It was like this amber, khaki tan hideousness. <laughs> and I'm oh. like. Oh no. I mean, these are like his walkout shirts. Like these are his crew is going to wear this. Like all his fans are going to wear this. I'm just panicking because, you know, I want to impress this guy, you know? Um, So, you know, we got, we got the shirts and I sent them to him and they're like, dude, this is not good. You know, I'm getting calls and texts from his team and they're like, Mm. you know, and and this is, he's cutting weight right now. So he's crabby and angry. And first off timeout, I know that that is, Nobody, unless you've done it, unless you've cut weight, it is yeah. by far the hardest thing that a person can go through mentally and physically as a, a outer body experience, all of it. Yeah. It is the hardest thing to do. That is all. So you had him at his absolute lowest point yeah. in his yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it and it showed because you could tell in, in some of his messages, he was super high and some it was super low. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And I've I've been around enough, you know, fighters and trainers and stuff to know that, you know, this is this is the time period in his life right now. That's like the absolute worst. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to help as much as I can. I'm doing this pretty much pro bono, you know, and, um, it, it, it was just awful. And, you know, I, I'm the kind of guy that takes every job super personal. Um, so I, I just want to appease everybody as much as I possibly can. And so, you know, I'm scrambling with my printer. I'm like, Hey, what can you do? Can you, is there anything you guys can you know do at this point? And uh, so we ended up going just back to a you know the the regular plastisol type print and you know it, it all ended up working out in the end and I got him another set of shirts in time for his fight so it didn't you know ended up it worked it worked out for him it didn't work out for me so much financially because <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do a favor in the front um, and mm. it's always it seems to be always the, the the case where you're trying to do either a favor for somebody or 
you know, it's a smaller run or something that just absolutely blows up in your face. And, you know, this was one of them. And it unfortunately is like a very public kind of a blow up. That's what I was going to say. And I know that feeling, that excitement where you have an opportunity now to sponsor somebody that's going to be yeah. not only on the main stage, but on on Fox, on the UFC network, wherever that was yeah. airing at the time. Yeah. Pay-per-view. Exactly. And you're yeah. you're going to have your your branding there, your design, like all of that. Yeah. And you get the opportunity. I, I, I sponsored a UFC fighter back then. I didn't have that same thing, but I've done that. And I thought it was so exciting. Like just the thrill yeah. of being able to be part of that alone yeah. was just enough for me so um i don't know if you remember tim williams uh, the south jersey strangler uh he was actually one of my training partners um and i used to do all his shirts and then he had a chance in the ufc so um very cool they, that was when they had already transferred over to reebok so yeah. it couldn't be his walkout shirt but he always did shirts for his fans and his yeah. crowds and took pictures of them afterward but it was really cool yeah. yes jeff yeah. what do you have to say what kind of i feel the smart ass comment just <laughs> it's not a smart ass comment but south jersey strangler so was he like actually a convicted murderer because <laughs> no. that sounds like jack the ripper or he looks you know, like jack the, the, the ripper yeah. killer. you know what no, i mean no. like He's actually one of the nicest guys either, but um, I know. But he That's um, great. Meg, he's Meg's been training with a with a serial murderer, and uh, you know That's she's funny. somehow still alive. Somehow, but you see yeah. my arm. No, um, no, he's a great, he's a great dude. But yeah, so I I get that. I totally get that. So you were at a smaller distributor then. How did that company handle like crisis management when faced with it versus maybe how your company now? Yeah, handle it. you know, I mean, it was every man for himself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I bet. I, bet. I, I had no oversight from the ownership or there was really no management. In fact, I was actually ended up promoted to vice president of sales um, over a small sales team. But I had zero authority. I had zero budget. I had zero. It's like it was a, you know, here, here's this, title. Here's this yeah. title. And no one really reported to me. We had no meetings. So. You know, there was, it was nothing at that point, you know, you just do what you can do. And, uh, and, you know, it was up to me to, to make things right. And I've always done that my whole career is just make things right for the customer, eat an order if I have to. So that's what I did. You know, I, I mean, I still do that even with American, but you know, they, they help you out so much. They, they take care of communications, you know, sometimes with the suppliers, if we need to, or the decorators, they'll help and, and assist with, you know, um, an order that goes wrong. So you're never alone at that, you know, at that point. I've got a whole army of people now <laughs> that I can yeah, talk I to. Bet. I bet. Them. So now yeah, was there, a, did this end up in like maybe a, a significant positive impact on the relationship? Did you get any more orders out of this? Was it one and done? He was like, or did this, was this like a learning lesson? You win and you learn. That's, was this a learning? Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't have a happy ending. He ended up, I don't know if you remember, he ended up dying. Uh, like at the end of 2008. How yeah. many times can I put my foot into my mouth during this yeah, podcast? No. I'm impressed yeah. with the flexibility, honestly, man. <laughs> he, I don't know if you remember the story, but he, no. he went out in the deserts, uh, desert out in California and uh, didn't bring enough like hydration, water, whatever. And oh my gosh, that story? right. Oh my gosh, because that's what yeah. I was just getting, like really getting into it. Like, I, I mean, I was like the affliction poster child yeah. you know and i remember that i didn't i remember seeing this guy fight like one or two times maybe and that was it that's why i was like i yeah. know him but that i do remember yeah. oh my goodness yeah the older yeah. i get the less i remember until i'm me too reminded. embarrassing okay no, he, do you have any I didn't, I didn't really have a i mean a connection with him or his team or anything per se it was just really it was always planned on probably just being a one-off 
you know, if, if, if any mm-hmm. orders ever came from it after that, that would have been great. But yeah, no, he ended up having like one more fight after that. And then, uh, yeah, went out into the desert. Mm. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry to bring the podcast down a little bit. No, no, it's okay. That's okay. Um, trying to think. Do you have any other questions, Jeff? Do you have any other stories or anything you want to share with us? Yeah, you said you had a ton of them. So let's, I'm sure you've got another one that we could maybe jump into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do have another one. Gosh, this was probably, this was 2005, maybe six. These are all old ones because, you know, nothing ever wrong goes new now right everything i do is perfect uh, <laughs> but i took this or too raw to talk about <laughs> right took this one this was from uh this like the local science center and they they wanted to do ten thousand barf bags for their omni max theater uh, as an advertisement right and i'm like yeah I'll, I'll, i could definitely do this you know and and i took this job and uh you know, not having any idea how I'm going to make this happen. Cause you know, you search everywhere. And at that time it's physical catalogs. I'm not searching, you know, a whole lot of online, you know, options. options. Yeah. So I found like uh, some sort of supply house that had airline equipment and they, you know, they were able to get me 10,000, you know, like a pallet of, of, of these barf bags and uh, no one to imprint on them. So like, yeah, we'll just, we'll do a label. <laughs> and so we got, <laughs> you know, 10,000 labels. And, uh, you know, they shipped these all to my, to my condo at the time. And, and so we're, we had to literally hand peel and stick 10,000 labels on 10,000 barf bags. And, you know, what I thought what I was going to make a you know, pretty good margin on after, you know, a hundred <laughs> hours of continuous peeling and sticking, we had our whole condo was filled. Our offices at, you know, at that small mom and pop were filled. We gave boxes to, you know, my mother-in-law, we gave boxes to, you know, whoever we could peel and stick at that time to, to knock this order out. I mean, like we had paper cuts all over our hands, you know, oh just process. It was, it was, it was a nightmare. A true um, horror, a true nightmare from a yeah. horror. <laughs> right. I mean, people don't realize how many 10,000 actually is until you have 10,000 of something staring at you in the face. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. When, when you're talking pretty large numbers that like the factories and stuff like that do, you know, a 50,000 piece order, 100,000 piece order or whatever, you know, you think, oh, that's, you know, you, you just as somebody that's not in the production phase of it, you just don't have the appreciation for actually how much work actually goes into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. It was, it was brutal. I, I mean, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I just saw the numbers and I'm like, oh, this is a great order. <laughs> you know, I'm going <laughs> to knock this out of the park for them. So they had no idea, you know, on, on their end. So we were able to deliver it. Um, so they're like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm just like, do not reorder. Please do not reorder. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been like, I thought you were going to come out and say, and then there was like a misspelling or like oh, the gosh. license number. There's a number. Oh my gosh. I can't. I would have quit. Uh, yeah, I would have just thrown, I just walked away since this is hard. I, st- I still carry this around with me. My, my memento. Is that it? Is yeah, that it? Yeah. Well, that's a big label, wow. too. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, yeah. And like, there's no margin on either side. So, you know, to line it up with, you know, my, my fat fingers was, that was, that was fun. Oh, yeah, man. with with such a large sticker and zero, like very little margin on either side. That's that's tough to line up, man. Yeah. Can you imagine all the crooked complaints you would have got about the imprint? Oh, right. <laughs> it was this day and age. God. It would end up on social media. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, I, I carry these. I carry these mementos around. Everyone, you know, I have a handful of 
little pieces that I've done over the years that, you know, mean something. So I do too. I love that. I have like little That's mementos cool. from, from different things too. Jeff, do you have any back on your wall from like just any odors that you did that you loved? Um, well, I mean, there's nothing on the wall at this particular point oh, yeah. in time, but, uh, yeah, there's, I definitely, I love keeping, um, stuff that we've, that we've done. Um, you know, even I still have stuff back from when I was a distributor, like things that were kind of special to me or that I would, you know, thought was really cool. Um, but I, I personally, when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's so cool to see something that you've actually done out in public though. Yeah. Oh my you gosh. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's like a uniform program or, you know, uh, some retail, something or another, and you go out and you see people actually wearing it in public and you're like, I, I know where that came from. I, uh, I recently helped a, a friend do a billboard um, and it should be up by the time this airs. So maybe I'll post a picture of it. It had a Bob Ross theme. Nice. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> nice. But yeah. But um, cool. so yeah, Jimmy, I don't know if there's any other any other ones you wanted to add. If not, we can wrap this up. Did you have any other stories that you so. wanted to share? And no, I think it's probably two good it. ones. Though. We appreciate it. They were great. You know, great, great ways to show like how things could go wrong so easily, and and how you fix some great case studies mm. for how to do things. You know, right, right wrong, <laughs> oh, fix yeah. it, whatever. We're all human. I think at the end of this, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Yeah, and it's just really how you rectify it. And you know, and I think you, you can just be a human being and be authentic and be transparent. I think being transparent when something goes wrong is probably the biggest key takeaway is like, if you, you have that opportunity and you can and talk to your customer and be like, Hey, this is the problem, but I have a solution and this is what yeah. I would like to do it. That's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear that there's a problem. They want to hear that there was a problem and that you already fixed it. And yeah. then that, you know, I think that's, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes uh, the only, you know, the, the, the customers that, that see you as only as good as your last order. That that's that's the ones that are tough to deal with. But you know, if you develop that relationship and and you do screw up an order, like hey, you know, things happen. Let's let's move on to the next. Then you really yeah. got yourself a good a good customer. Yeah, yeah. I try to eliminate those people from my life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, know. yeah. I just I just finished listening to Kirby Hasselman's book. Um, it's very good. It's like a quick two two and a half hour book. It's like a fictional story, but it talks. It, it's a lot of like sales lessons and I've been learning a lot from it. Yeah. And I think it's really incredible, but that's one of the topics they, they cover. So if you haven't, yeah. if you guys haven't read that book, check it out. I think it's called hitting the target and it's really good. I listened to it on audible. So I'm like, when I'm driving, I've been listening to it. So it was a really quick listen, cool. but they, I would say the only downside was that I was driving when I was listening to it. So I couldn't take notes, but he actually provides at the end of it, he provides like video instruction that you can download and a PDF. So I don't know. Nice. Just giving him a shout out. Cause I know he put a lot of work into it and it was really, really, really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for coming in and joining uh, and, and sharing the uh, the promo horrors with us on this October 25th. It's actually yeah. October 13th, Friday the 13th, by the way. Um, but yeah, super cool to have you on and, um, yeah. you know, looking forward to sure. maybe having you again down the road at some point. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Thanks, again, this, this podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at PPAI. Don't forget to go register now and we'll let you watch this video one more time. Get ready for excitement, opportunity, and of course, a little promo fun. The PPI Expo is where the industry goes to build connections and discover insights for a successful year in promo. Exhibits open January 16th through 18th, and the PPAI conference will take place January 15th.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.